Chapter number 5, Morphology of Flowering Plants The wide range and structure of higher plants will never fail to fascinate us. Even though the angiosperms show such a large variety in external structure of morphology, they are all characterized by presence of roots, stems, leaves, flowers, and fruits. In chapters 2 and 3, we talked about the classification of plants based on morphological and other characteristics. For any at the successful attempt at classification and at understanding any higher plant, or for that matter, any living organism, we need to know standard technical terms and standard definitions. We also need to know about the possible variation in different parts found as adaptations of the plant to their environment. Example, adaptations to various habitats for protection, climbing, storage, etc. If you pull out any weed, you will see that all of them have fruits, stems, and leaves. They may be bearing flowers and fruits. The underground part of the flowering plant is the root system, while the portion above the ground forms the shoot system. Refer to figure 5.1. 5.1 The Root In majority of the dicotyledonous plants, the direct elongation of the radical leads to the formation of primary root, which grows inside the soil. It bears lateral roots of the several udos that are referred to as secondary, tertiary, etc. roots. The primary roots and its branches constitute the taproot system, as seen in mustard plant. In monocotyledonous plants, the primary root is short-lived and is replaced by a large number of roots. These roots originate from the base of the stem and constitute the fibrous root system, as seen in weed plant. Refer to figure 5.2b. In some plants like grass, monstera, the banyan tree, roots arise from the part of the plant other than radical and are called adventitious roots. The main function of the root system are absorption of water and minerals from the soil, providing a proper anchorage to the plant parts, sorting reserve food materials, and synthesis of plant growth regulators, which is hormones. 5.1 The Regions of the Root The root is covered at the apex by a thimble-like structure called the root cap. This protects the tender apex of the root as it makes its way through the soil. A few millimeters above the root cap is the region of meristematic activity, and the cells of this region are very small and thin-walled, and with a dense protoplasm. They divide repeatedly, and the cells proximal to this region undergo rapid elongation in form enlargement and are responsible for growth of the root in length. This region is called the elongation region. The, re the cells of elongation zone gradually differentiate and mature. Hence, this zone proximal to the region of elongation is called the region of maturation. From this region, for some of the epidermal cells form very fine and delicate thread-like structures called the root hairs. These root hairs absorb water and minerals from the soil. 5.2 The Stem What are the features that distinguish a stem from root? The stem is the ascending part of the axis bearing branches, leaves, flowers, and fruits. It develops from the plumule of the embryo of a germinating seed. The stem bear nodes and internodes. The region of the stem where the leaves are born is called nodes and internodes are the portion between the two nodes. The stem bear spots which may be terminal or axillary. Stem is generally green when young and later often becomes woody and dark brown. The main function of the stem is spreading out branches bearing leaves, flowers, and fruits. It conducts waters, mineral, and photosynthates, 
Some stems perform the function of storage in food support production and vegetative propagation. 5.3 The Leaf The leaf is a lateral, generally flattened structure borne on the stem. It develops as the node and bears bud in its axle. The axillary blood later develops into a branch. Leaves originate from shoot apical meristem and are arranged in acropital order. They are the most important vegetative organs for photosynthesis. A typical leaf consists of three main parts, the leaf base, petiole, and lamina. The leaf is attached to a stem by the leaf base and may bear two lateral, small leaf-like structures called stipules. In monocotyledonous plants, the leaf base expands into a sheath covering the stem partially or wholly. In some leguminous plants, like the leaf base, may become swollen, which is called a pulvinous, and the petiole help hold the blade into the light. Long, thin, flexible petioles allow leaf blades to flutter in wind, thereby cooling the leaf and bringing fresh air to leaf surface. The lamina, or the leaf blade, is in the green, expanded part of the leaf with veins and venlets. There is usually a middle prominent vein which is known as the midrib, or the veins provide rigidity to the leaf blade and act as channels or transport for water, minerals and food materials. The shape, margin, apex, surface and extent of incision of lamina varies in different leaves. 5.3.1 Venation The arrangement of veins and veinlets in the lamina of the leaf is termed as venation. When the veinlets form a network, the venation is termed as reticulate, and when the veins run parallel to each other within a lamina, the venation is termed as parallel. Leaves of dicotyledonous plants are generally possess reticulate venation, while the parallel venation is a characteristic of most monocotyledonous plants. 5.3 Types of Leaves a leaf is said to be simple when its lamina is entire or when incised the incisions do not touch the midrib. When the incisions of the lamina reach the midrib, breaking it into a number of leaflets, the leaf is called compound leaf. A bud is present in the axil of petiole in both simple and compound leaves, but not in the axil of the leaflets of the compound leaf. The compound leaf may be of two types, one pinnately compound, and two, palmately compound. In a pinnately compound leaf, a number of leaflets are present on a common axis called the rachis, which represents the midribs of the leaf as a name. In the palmately compound leaves, the leaflets are attached at a common point, that is, at the tip of the petiole, as in silk cotton. 5.3.3 Phyllotaxy Phyllotaxy is the pattern of arrangement of leaves on the stem or branch. This is usually of three types, alternate, opposite, and whorled. In alternate type of phyllotaxy, a single leaf arises at each node in alternate manner, as in china rose, mustard, and sunflower plants. In opposite type, a pair of leaves arise at each node and lie opposite to each other as calotropis and guava plants. If more than two leaves arise at a node and form a whorl, it is called whorled, as in Alstonia. 5.4. The inflorescence. A flower is a modified shoot, wherein the shoot apical meristem changes to floral meristem. Internodes do not elongate and the axis gets condensed. The apex produces different kinds of floral appendages laterally at the successive nodes instead of leaves. When a shoot tip transforms into a flower, it is always solitary. The arrangement of flowers on the 
the world axis is termed as inflorescence. Depending on whether the apex gets developed into a flower or continues to grow, two major types of inflorescence are defined, racemose and cymose. In racemose type of inflorescence, the main axis continues to grow and the flower are born laterally in an acrobatal order. And in cymose type of inflorescence, the main axis terminates in a flower, hence limited growth. The flowers are born in a basipedal order. 5.5 The Flower the flower is the reproductive unit in the angiosperms. It is meant for sexual reproduction and a typical flower has four different kinds of whorls arranged successively on the swollen end of the stalk or pedicel, called the thalamus or receptacle. These are calyx, corolla, androsium and gynosium. Calyx and corolla are the accessory whorls and while the androsium and gynosium are reproductive organs. In some flowers like lily and the calyx and corolla are not distinct and are termed as perianth. When a flower has both androsium and gynosium, it is bisexual. A flower having either only stamens or only carpels is unisexual. In symmetry, the flower may be actinomorphic, that is radial symmetry, or zygomorphic, which is bilateral symmetry. When a flower can be divided into two equally radially halves in any radial plane passing through the center, it is said to be actinomorphic. Example, mustard, datura, chili. When it can be divided into two similar halves, only in one particular vein, vertical plane, it is zygomorphic. Example, pea, gulmohar, cassia. A flower is asymmetric, that is irregular, if it cannot be divided into two similar halves in any vertical plane passing through the center, as in canna. A flower may be trimerous, tetramerous, or pentamerous when the floral appendages are in the multiples of 3, 4, or 5 respectively. Flowers with bracts, that is reduced leaf found at the base of the pedestal, are called bracteate and those without the bracts are ebracteate. Based on the position of calyx, corolla, and androsium in respect of the ovary on thalamus, the flowers are described as hypogynous, perigynous, and epigynous. In the hypogynous flower, the gynosium occupies the highest position while the other parts are situated below it. The ovary in such flowers is said to be superior, example, mustard, china rose, and brinjal. If the gynosium is situated in the center and other parts of the flower are located on the rim of the thalamus almost at the same level, it is called perigynous. The ovary here is said to be half inferior, example plum, rose and peach. In epigynous flowers, the margin of the thalamus grows upward enclosing the ovary completely and hence getting fused with it. The other parts of the flower arise above the ovary. Hence, the ovary is said to be inferior, as in the flowers of guava, cucumber, and ray florets of sunflower. 5.5.1 Parts of a flower Each flower normally has four floral worlds, namely calyx, corolla, androsium, and gynosium. 5.5.1.1 Calyx The calyx is the outermost wall of the flower and the members are called sepals. Generally, sepals are green, leaf-like, and protect the flower in the bud stage. The calyx may be gamosepalous, meaning the sepals are united, or polysepalous, meaning the sepals are free. 5.5.1.2 Corolla Corolla is composed of petals. Petals are usually bright-colored to attract insects for pollination. Like calyx, corolla may also be 
gamopetalis, meaning petals are united, or polypetalis, meaning the petals are free. The shape and color of corolla vary greatly in plants. Corolla may be tubular, bell-shaped, funnel-shaped, or wheel-shaped. Astivation, the mode of arrangement of sepals or petals in a floral bud with respect to other members of the same role is known as astivation. The main types of astivation are valvate, twisted, imbricate, and vexillary. When sepals or petals in a whorl just touch one another at the margin without overlapping, as in calotropus, is said to be valvate. If the margin of the appentaged overlaps that of the next one, and so on, as in china rose, ladies' finger and cotton, it is called twisted. If the margins of the sepals or petals overlap one another but not in any particular direction, as in cassia and gulmohar, the astivation is called imbricate. In pea and bean flowers, there are five petals, the largest standard overlaps, the two lateral petals wings, which in turn overlap the two smallest anterior petals keel. This type of astivation is known as the vexillary or papillionaceous. 5.5.1.3 Androsium Androsium is composed of stamens. Each stamen which represents the male reproductive organ consists of a stalk or a filament and another anther. Sorry. Each anther is usually bilobed and each lobe has two chambers. The pollen sacs. The pollen grains are produced in pollen sacs and a sterile stamen is called a staminode. Stamens or flowers may be united with other members such as petals or among themselves. When stamens are attached to the petals, they are epipetalous as in brinjal, or epiphyllus when attached to a perianth, as in flowers of lily. The stamens in a flower may either remain free, that is polyandrous, or may united in varying degrees. The stamens may be united into one bunch or one bundle, monodelphus, as in china rose, or two bundles, diadelphus, as in pea, or into more than two bundles, polyadelphus, as in citrus. There may be variation in the length of filaments within a flower, as in salvia and mustard. 5.5.1.4 Gynosium Gynosium is the female reproductive part of the flower and is made up of more than one carpels. A carpel consists of three parts, namely stigma, style, and ovary. Ovary is the enlarged basal part on which lies the elongated tube, the style, the style connects the ovary to the stigma. The stigma is usually at the tip of the style and is more receptive surface for pollen grains. Each ovary bears one or more ovules attached to the flattened cushion-like placenta. When more than one carpel is present, they may be free, as in lotus and rose, and are called apocarpus, or they termed as syncarpus when carpels are fused, as in mustard and tomato. After fertilization, the ovules develop into seeds and ovaries mature into fruits. Placentation. The arrangement of ovules within the ovary is known as placentation. The placentation are of different types, namely marginal, exile, parietal, basal, central, and free central. In marginal placentation, the placenta forms a single ridge along the ventral suture of the ovary and the ovules are born onto this ridge, forming two rows as in P. When the placenta is axial and the ovules are attached into a multilocular ovary, the placenta is said to be exile, as in china rose, tomato, and lemon. 
In parietal presentation, the ovules develop on the inner wall of the ovary or the peripheral part. In the ovary is one chambered, but it becomes two chambered due to the formation of the false septum. Example: Mustard and argamone. When the ovules are born on central axis and the septa are absent, as in dianthus and primrose, the placentation is called free central. In the blazel placentation, the placenta develops at a base of a ovary and a single ovule it is attached to it, as in sunflower and marigold. 5.6 The Fruit The fruit is a characteristic feature of the flowering plants. It is a mature or ripened ovary developed after fertilization. If a fruit is formed without fertilization of the ovary, it is called a parthenocarpic fruit. Example, banana. Generally, the fruit consists of wool or pericarp and seeds. The pericarp may be dry or fleshy. When the pericarp is thick and fleshy, it is differentiated into the outer epicarp and the middle mesocarp and the inner endocarp. In mango and coconut, the fruit is known as a droop because they develop from a monocarpillary superior ovaries and once and one seeded. In mango, the pericarp is well differentiated into an outer and in thin carp, a middle fleshy edible mesocarp, and an inner stony hard endocarp. In coconut, which is also a verb, the mesocarp is fibrous. 5.7 The seed. The ovules after fertilization develop into seeds. A seed is made up of a seed coat and an embryo. The embryo is made up of a radical an embryonal axis and one as in wheat maize or two cotyledons as in gram and pea. 5.7.1 Structure of a dicotyledonous seed The outermost covering of a seed is the seed coat. The seed coat has two layers, the outer testa and the inner tegnum. The hilum is a scar and the seed coat through which the developing seeds were attached to the fruit. Above the hilum is a small pore called the micropyle. Within the seed coat is the embryo consisting of an embryonal axis and two cotyledons. The cotyledons are often fleshy and full of reserve of food materials. At the two ends of the embryonal axis are present the radical and the plumule. Figure 5.18 In some seeds such as castor and the endosperm formed as a result of double fertilization is a food storing tissue and called endospermic seeds. In plants such as bean, gram, and pea, the seed endosperm is not present in mature seeds, and such seeds are called non-endospermous. 5.7.2 Structure of a monocotyledonous seed Generally, monocotyledonous seeds are endospermic, but some, as in orchids, are non-endospermic. In the seeds of cereals, such as maize, the seed coat is membranous and generally fused with the fruit wall. The Endosperm is bulky and stores food. The outer covering of endosperm separates the embryo by a proteinaceous layer called the aileron layer. The embryo is small and situated in a groove at one of the end of the endosperm. It consists of one large and shield-shaped cotyledon known as cutellum and a short axis with a plumule and a radical. The plumule and radical are enclosed in sheets which are called coleoptile and coleoreza respectively. 5.8 Semi-Technical Description of a Typical Flowering Plant Various morphological features are used to describe a flowering plant. The description has to be brief in a simple and scientific language and presented in a proper sequence. The plant is described beginning with its habit, 
vegetative characters, roots, stems and leaves, and then floral characters, inflorescence and flower parts. After describing various parts of the plant, a floral diagram and a floral formula are presented. The floral formula is represented by some symbols. In the floral formula, is represented by some symbols. In the floral formula, BR stands for Bracteate, K stands for Calyx, C for Corolla, P for Perianth, A for Androsium, and G for Gynosium. G underscore for superior ovary, G underscore for inferior ovary, and a circle with an array for male, a circle with a plus sign at the bottom for a female, and a combination of both these symbols represents bisexual plants. A circle in it a little bit of plus signs for actinomorphic and a percentage sign for zygomorphic mature of the plant. Fusion is initiated by enclosing the figure within bracket and adhesion by a line drawn above the symbols of the floral parts. A floral diagram provides the information about the numerous parts of the flower, their arrangement and the relationship they have with one another. The position of another mother axis with respect to the flower is represented by a dot on the top of the flower diagram. Calyx, Corolla, Androsium, and Gynosium are drawn in successive worlds, Calyx being the outermost and the Gynosium being the center. Floral formula also shows cohesion and adhesion within the parts of the worlds and between worlds. The floral diagrams and floral formula in Figure 5.20 represent the mustard plant, family Brassicaceae. 5.9 Description of some important families Solanaceae It is a large family, commonly called as the potato family. It is widely distributed in tropics, subtropics, and even temperate zones. Vegetative characters Plants mostly herbs, shrubs, and rarely small trees. Stem Herbaceous, rarely woody, aerial, erect, cylindrical, branched, solid, or hollow. Hairy or glabrous, underground stem in potato, solanum tuberosum. Leaves are alternate, simple, rarely palate knee compound, and extipulate or venation is reticulate. Floral characters, inflorescence is solitary, axillary or cymose as in solanum. Flower is bisexual and nectinomorphic, pentamerous hypogynous. Calyx has five sepals, which is united, Persistent and with valvate aspiration. Corolla has five petals, united and valvate aspiration. Androsium stamens are five in number and are epipetalous. Gynosium is bicarpillary, obliquely placed, syncarpus, and the ovary is inferior. Sorry, I'm sorry, the ovary is superior, with bilocular, placenta is swollen with many other ovules and it is exile placentation. Fruits are berry or capsule, and seed mm, are many, which may be endospermous. Floral formula and economic importance. Many plants belonging to this family are a source of food, tomato, brinjal, potato. Spices, we have chili, and medicine, we have belladonna and ashwagandha. Fumigatory is tobacco, and for ornamentals, we use petunia.